It's the time of year when we're all thinking about goals and priorities. Now is the time to plan your next trip. Whatever kind of travel fills you up, whether it's lounging on the beach, connecting with family and friends, or going on a foreign adventure, Expedia has the tools you need to plan a great trip. Download the Expedia app or visit Expedia.com to start planning. You do need to be a OneKey member to use price tracking. Signing up is easy and free. Expedia, made to travel. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card, you call the number for help, and can't get a hold of anyone. If you only had a Discover card. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right, a real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Oprah Winfrey. Welcome to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. I believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is time. Taking time to be more fully present. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. Tonight on Next Chapter, I'm at the glamorous London Hotel in New York City with the woman GQ recently crowned the mistress of the universe, Beyonce. Just hours before she debuts the deeply personal documentary she says healed her in so many ways. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? You look Hi, so honey. beautiful. Hi. Hi. Thank Hi, you so much. Oh, thank you so much. Are you kidding? Have a seat. Oh, okay. You're over there. Bay is How here. Are you? How are you? Good. 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 I'm actually really nervous about today. Are you? Yeah, I am. I'm excited, but I'm I'm because I, in just a matter of like what? Less than two hours. Your, your whole life is going to be laid out before the world in a way that we've never seen before. Absolutely. Yeah. I woke up this morning and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm But you I'm knew ready. this was going to happen, I right? Know. <laughs> you know, it feels sort of like, I was thinking about this today, it feels sort of like when somebody has a book and they put it out into the world. Right. And once it's gone, it's like you've released it. Yeah. But I, I imagine that with you, up until the very last second, you could still be editing, tweaking. right? Tweaking. Yes. Tweaking. Were you doing that? I have to tell myself, let it go. Mm. Let it go. Relax. It is what it is. It's it great. It is. Yeah. It is great. Thank you. But okay, here's the truth. We haven't seen you, literally, since the Super Bowl. And the world sort of shifted. And I have to ask you, did you cause that power surge? I think I did. <laughs> I couldn't believe that happened. It was so surreal because all of this energy I had bottled up inside of me. And I, I didn't know how it would feel when I was actually performing because we rehearsed so much. And I was prepared. Mm -hmm. But you just never know, like, is the jacket going to come off in time? Is, oh boy. Is, is my foot going to get stuck? And, you know, all these things can go wrong. And it was just really magical. And I felt all this energy inside. And when I, I got off the stage, I, it felt like I won the Super Bowl because it felt like <laughs> such a relief, like it was done. And then my husband said, and the power's out. And I'm like, yeah, right. That's that's funny. And he's like, no, look at the TV. So the power literally went out. Went out. <laughs> went out. I thought you had something to do with it. It was so 
it was um, it was what magic really is. I mean, I was I was tweeting with people at the time, and I didn't know anything to say except just all caps. Beyonce. <laughs> and what was so amazing to me about it, I later tweeted this, that here was this big moment. It was a big moment. We all knew that it was a big moment, particularly coming off of the past two weeks that you'd had with yes. all the inauguration stuff. I bet that was even more satisfying. It felt great. It yeah. really did. And I've never worked so hard for 12 minutes in my life. Really? You know what it was? You met the moment. You met the moment. It was this absolutely, you know, gargantuan, it was the Superdome and Super Bowl and people are watching from all over the world. And you walked right up to it, actually, you, Sasha Fierce, right up to it, <laughs> and you met that moment. And I, you know, and what it was, it, it made us all feel like if you could do that, we could do that too. Thank you. Maybe not in those boots. <laughs> <laughs> so did you know from the moment you hit the stage, I got this, or was throughout the whole performance you were thinking, okay, I got it now. When did you feel like, I got this? The second I was on the lift, and I felt that fire. Uh -huh. It was so hot and it just like made me feel like superwoman and I knew I had it. Wow. I knew I had it. I felt the magic. I was lost. I didn't, I actually can't really remember too much. Wow. It just was like, and before you know it, I'm at the end of Halo. Yeah. And during Halo, I, I did have, because I had interaction with the fans, so it's, it's you, you connect when you have eye contact. Yeah. And I remember that. I remember thinking, I have to remember every second of this moment. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great moment with Kelly and Michelle. That oh was my great. God. <laughs> it was so good. I couldn't wait for them to pop up on those toasters. <laughs> I'm just like, wait till my girls come out here and look at this. Thing. Yeah. Kill it. Yeah. They were so great. And Kelly was there with me for two weeks in, in New Orleans. Wow. And she she didn't have to be there. She just was there to support me. And it was so beautiful to spend that time with her and Michelle. I miss them so much. Do you find I don't know what it is, a moment where you enter the zone. Right. And then, how do you describe that? What takes over? I feel home. I feel, I feel like I know exactly what I'm doing. I feel like everything is in control. I don't know how else to describe it. Mm. And, and it, I, I, there is a warmth. There is like a fire, you know, inside. Yeah. You know what I thought it was watching you there? I thought that is where art meets God. Wow. Yeah, where the segue happens, where something takes over and you enter that zone of, that's really a sacred zone, really, yeah. where all artists do their thing. That's where you, what you live for. That's what I live for, mm -hmm. because it doesn't happen every performance, you know? Yeah. So when it does happen, it's like, oh No, and you want it to happen at, the, that moment. at the Super Bowl. <laughs> at, the, at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Wow, wow. So did you sleep good that night? Did you celebrate? I did. I had some fried alligator. <laughs> I had turtle, which I never had before. Very interesting. I don't know if I'd mm -hmm. do that again. We ate so well. I, I had a, a drink with my mother for the first time. Wow. My mother doesn't drink. And I said, Mom, tonight, after all this work, she did 100 costumes for those dancers. I said, we're going to have a toast. So I had a drink with her, and we went to a party and danced with the dance to Frankie Beverly and Maze all night and had a great celebration. So let's talk about Life is But a Dream. I saw it, and I understood so much about you. It felt familiar, mm -hmm. and it felt unfamiliar. It felt exciting. It felt exhilarating. I found it to be riveting and personal and intimate and empowering. 
I watched it with nine of my girls who are going to college now from South Africa over here. And when we finished watching it, they said, Mamo, she's just like us. Mm. Yeah. You opened yourself up in a way that nobody could imagine you would do. You've been so, so fiercely private. And when you did that, were you worried about overexposing yourself? Yes. Yeah. I, I battled with the edit. And in the end, I just jumped. And I said, I am no different than, than any woman. And I feel like... In all the things that matter. Yes. Yeah. So I wanted... Because you got better shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you got a bigger closet and you got more square footage. But, other, other but for the things that matter. That matter, for absolutely. The that matter. Yeah. And I felt like the story, it just connects the dots in my life. And it was time for me to share my mm -hmm. story and to hopefully connect with people, even people that are not necessarily fans of my music, but... It's just, I think, an inspiring story. I do, too. Yeah. yeah, and I felt like it's time. You said this was about trusting myself, learning to trust myself, and about growth. Have you gotten to the point now where you can, you think, trust yourself? I think so. In the end, I'm, I'd still battle with, am I making the right decision? But I always know, mm -hmm. and I am beginning to trust myself a lot faster. Mm -hmm. I still have people that I trust, and I think I'll always have my support system and people that I go to for advice. But in the end, I always know what I'm supposed to do. Uh -huh. So I'm getting there faster. So tell me, when you get to the point where you can say on camera, I'm going to go make love to my husband. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, th I think you may be there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So right out the box on, on Life is But a Dream, you talk so openly about letting your father go as your manager. How hard was it to come to that decision? One of the hardest things I've ever done. Definitely, you know, someone you love, someone that's given you life, someone that's done such a fantastic job. You know, it's, it's hard, mm -hmm. but it's a part of life and it's a part of growth. And I had to tell myself, at some point you have to be the adult that your father has raised mm -hmm. you to be and prepared you to be. For nearly 20 years, Beyonce's father, Matthew Knowles, was the guiding force behind this superstar. Matthew managed Beyonce in her first group, Girls' Time, and later, Destiny's Child, and then her solo career. In March 2011, Beyonce announced she was dropping her father as her manager. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. 
Are you ready to unlock your inner greatness? If so, make sure to listen to my podcast, The School of Greatness, hosted by me, Lewis Howes. Join me as I sit down with world-class performers, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders to uncover their secrets to success with new episodes every single week. Whether you're striving for personal growth, business mastery, or simply seeking inspiration, The School of Greatness has something for you. And you can find it on SiriusXM, Pandora, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Subscribe and follow to the show so you never miss an episode and start your journey to greatness today. You know, years ago on the Oprah show, there was a parenting expert that said something I never forgot. And it's really come in handy as I'm now mothering my, you know, college age daughters. He said, most parents forget that there's a time in their child's life when they are the manager, when their children are young. And then in every child's life, usually around 16, 17, you're no longer the manager, you become the consultant. Mm -hmm. And parents don't know how to make the shift from manager to consultant. And there's always problems when the, when the parents don't really get that. And I thought of you when I saw the doc because I thought, gee, that's in every parent situation, but if your parent is literally your manager, literally your manager <laughs> yeah. how, how does that even happen? Because it doesn't happen all at once. You had to start thinking about it and then, oh my God, am I gonna do it? And when am I gonna do it? Yeah. So I'm sure it you was thought difficult. about it. And we both knew it was time, maybe a few years before, mm -hmm. but I love my father so mm -hmm. much and he has taught me so many things. So it was something that was hard, you mm -hmm. know? I don't know what else to say, but I can say that this doc really helped me for one, just editing and really seeing our dynamics mm -hmm. and healing our relationship as father and daughter. Mm -hmm. This documentary healed me from so many things. You know, as scary as it is to know that the world is gonna see some of my private thoughts, I feel so much stronger and I feel brave and I feel like, I've been able to talk about it. It's been like therapy. I've, I've healed so mm -hmm. much, and I'm a stronger person emotionally because of it. Because of this movie? Yes. Okay. So we see the cameras in the car, and the cameras in the bed, the cameras in the plane, the cameras. Were there cameras everywhere all the time? No. Okay. There's a time and place for cameras. Okay. <laughs> and all of my videos that were in the bed and in the bathrooms and all these crazy places, that's just the camera in my computer. Okay. That camera and the computer has been my friend when I'm away and I'm alone and I need to talk and I need to hear myself. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you hold so many thoughts in your mind. So that's your diary. It's my diary. That's and your diary. It, it has become my diary. Actually, I haven't really done it off that, that much since I've become a mother. Mm -hmm. I don't have time. <laughs> you don't have but, time but, to talk to yourself. Yes, but before then, for the past maybe three years, that's been my diary. Wow, so you don't write, you just talk. I just talk. Mm -hmm. There's a moment when you say, you're looking into the camera, which I now know is your computer, and you <laughs> say, I just have so much going on, and your voice kind of chokes. Mm. Ooh, I felt for you, because we've all been in that moment, and I wonder how does the weight and the demand of the expectations, how do you, how do you, balance and process all of that? It's hard. Mm -hmm. I, and I have to shut down, shut everything off, and just go into my home. How many phones do you have? Two. Two. Only two? Two. 
I am surprised. Only That's very two. good. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's good. Um, I, yeah, when, when it gets to that crazy place, I have to get away and just be just kind of forget about everything that's going on. But usually I don't have that option because mm -hmm. I'm up against a deadline and, mm -hmm. and I just have to fight through it. And eventually, I don't know why. I, I, I do know why. It's, I'm blessed, I'm fortunate. Yeah. But it always works out, you know, and I know that. I always know that in the end, mm -hmm. all the stress, all of the crazy, whatever I'm going through, it always works out. On January 7th, 2012, Beyonce and Jay-Z welcomed their first child, a daughter they named Blue Ivy. What is it like, really, to be you right now? I mean, when we think of you, uh, I think of you as the rule the world. You are the preeminent mistress of the universe. So what is that like to be you right now, to be 31 years old and to be Beyonce? Well, I have to say, I feel so good that I'm a mother. It's what I'm the most proud of, and it just made everything make sense mm. to me. And I couldn't imagine my life if I did not have my daughter. Would you have done Life is But a Dream and put it out now? Was Blue Ivy a part of that? Well, I started on it years before I, I knew I was pregnant or mm. having a baby. But I did not put it out because my story did not feel complete. Mm. And it's been maybe three years. Right, because you've, you've had the tape. Yes. You were the executive producer. Yes. You could have put it out any time. But it was incomplete. The story was incomplete. And I didn't know why, mm -hmm. but once I became pregnant, mm -hmm. and even one, after I was pregnant, I still didn't know why. Mm -hmm. And after I gave birth, and, and every, I looked at my diaries, and I said, oh my God, all, everything makes sense now. I said life is but a dream three years before, you know? It, it was so many connections in the film that what is my life that I didn't mm. understand until I gave birth. Like, even the, the first song I recorded for my album was because I needed to, to get out all of these feelings. And it's just, everything just completely connected. And I said, it's ready. Now I, I am who I am. Now I have my story to tell. Now I am Beyonce. I wasn't complete before yeah. my daughter. And you, yet you then, you share, the world didn't know that you'd had a miscarriage. You share that in Life is But a Dream. Yeah. So you made a conscious choice to share that. I Why? did. Why? Well, I felt like there are so many couples that go through that, mm -hmm. and it was a big part of my story. It, it was one of the hardest things I've been through, and... How did y'all keep that a secret? Well, um, it's one of the reasons I, I did not share I was pregnant the second time, because... Mm -hmm. You know, you just, you, you don't know what's mm -hmm. gonna happen. And, and th that was hard because all of my, my family and my friends knew and we celebrated and it was hard. And I'm not the only person that goes through that. So many people go through it. And in the end, I have my daughter. Mm -hmm. And there is hope. And if I, I feel so fortunate. Did you live in fear though every month? I did. For this second pregnancy, did you live in fear? I did. Mm -hmm. 
and when you were dancing on stage and you're doing all that yes yeah were you afraid that... i was afraid but my doctor told me that i was completely healthy and don't be crazy and mm -hmm. paranoid and mm -hmm. and to live my life yeah. and that's what i did i had not seen anybody who was happier or more a sense of contentment mm -hmm. with recognizing that you were pregnant so to ask how did it change you um she introduced me to myself my daughter introduced me to myself and i have my best friend and in my connection with my husband you know my mother and i are so close and i always prayed that I would have that type of relationship with my daughter, and she's still a baby, mm -hmm. but the connection I had with her mm -hmm. when I was giving birth mm -hmm. was something that I've never felt before. Yeah, tell me about that. Well, she just, we had a communication, and I envisioned her, and I envisioned the birth, and I... You envisioned her pushing through the wall. Yes. Yeah. And honestly, I said, you know, I know I can't control everything, but I do believe that we have that power and I wanted to enjoy that experience. So I've really studied and I had an incredible birth. And the second You were talking to her, her, she was coming out. Absolutely. Right, like Yes. I, I didn't speak. Yeah. I focused I mean, yeah. all of my energy yeah. on her and Wow, that's an incredible it was really bond beautiful. already. So she's 13 months old. Yes. And we now, in Life is But a Dream, we finally get to see her. Um, and you all made a conscious effort not to sell photos and not to do that. I'm sure there was much discussion about yes. how to handle it. Yes. Yeah. It was hard because that's something that you, you don't know the right answer, mm -hmm. you know. And in the end, it just didn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. And we felt like there's so many people that feel like they're a part of your life and so many people that want to be happy for you and want to give you their blessings and we thought it was just the, the best thing to do because at some point of course someone's going to be hounding mm -hmm. and it's it's not safe so we we put the pictures out and we shared our joy and we've been really protective and she it's been a year and we've been able to go certain places where she can run around uh -huh, and... Uh-huh, Well, tell us one. about her. Is she funny? Is she shy? She is hilarious and she is fire. And she's fire. She is fire. Okay. I didn't expect her to be fire. <laughs> but Lord, I'm gonna have me a time. <laughs> I can see it already. Already? Very smart. She loves books. She loves the books you sent her. I have beautiful. sent her the Blue Ivy Book Club. She has her own book club. Yeah. She, she is doing flashcards and she's beautiful. You're doing flashcards at 13 doing, months? Already. I mean, she likes it. She likes it. <laughs> How's Jay-Z as a dad? Incredible. Well, we know he wrote Glory about her, but Incredible. that was, you know, when she was born. How is he? He's a different human being. I was going to say. Have Definitely. You seen him? Yeah. And it's really beautiful to see such a great father and I'm so lucky. How big is the Carter family going to expand to, would you say? No, I definitely want another child, mm. but it was also important for me to do what what I love, and I love to perform, I love to make music, so I wanted to have my daughter and then see if I was still as passionate and perform, and maybe after this next tour, I'll maybe have another baby.
Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But your daughter did not take away the passion for performing. No. Um, I feel like I, I did a show three months after I gave birth, which was really crazy. Mm -hmm. I had clearly never given birth and didn't know <laughs> <laughs> that I would gain 60 pounds and all the things. Is that, that what you gained? Yeah, 57 pounds. But I really wanted to know. And I feel so fortunate to do my job. I love my job. I love singing. I, I love the way it feels. I just, you know, it's nothing. Is that where you feel the most yourself? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and with Blue Ivy. Of course. Arms, and now yes. I can share that with mm -hmm. her. And I feel like when I'm touring, I'm able to perform, which is what I love for two hours a day, travel and know that I don't have to do anything else during the day. So mm -hmm. I can go to museums, I can go to great restaurants, I can have a life mm -hmm. and um, share those travels with my daughter and, and my Wow, husband. you get to let her see the world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you get to see it through her eyes. She gets to see it through your eyes. Yeah. Wow. Are you ready to unlock your inner greatness? If so, make sure to listen to my podcast, The School of Greatness, hosted by me, Lewis Howes. Join me as I sit down with world-class performers, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders to uncover their secrets to success with new episodes every single week. Whether you're striving for personal growth, business mastery, or simply seeking inspiration, The School of Greatness has something for you. And you can find it on SiriusXM, Pandora, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Subscribe and follow to the show so you never miss an episode and start your journey to greatness today. What I think you get a great sense of is your relationship with uh, Jay-Z. You balance being the fierce, independent woman with obviously a woman who also adores and loves her man. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I would not be the woman I am if I did not go home to that man. Mm. How has he helped you? On so many levels. We were friends first for a year and a half before we went on any date on the phone for a year and a half. And that foundation is so important in a relationship. Just to have someone that you just like, you know, mm -hmm. is so important and someone that is honest. Do you know, I remember the first time you were on the Oprah show and I told you, don't go around telling people who you're dating. Mm -hmm. I think you took that all the way. I took it as far as <laughs> oh I could take God. it. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't say, you, you don't tell people who you're dating, but you can tell people who you're married to, OK? <laughs> you took it a I little too far. I took it all the way. <laughs> you took it all the way. You got to listen when Oprah speaks. <laughs> Good guy. Good guy. Yeah. How did you all keep that a secret? I think now people have a, a respect for our relationship. And it's one of the, the reasons why, because they know that we want to have our lives. And when it's time to, to perform on the stage, or then it's time. But when it's time to go on a date or be who we are, people are respectful of that. Are you a better woman because of him? Absolutely. Is he a better man because of you? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> we, we have done it for each other. For each and other. I think it's the most important thing in a relationship. So Amy Wallace in GQ writes this about you. I thought this was an interesting description. She said, she's hot, no doubt, but her eminence, independence, and her ambition make some label her cool to the touch. Her allure lies in the crux of that tension. Hmm. I thought that was, yes. I thought that was really interesting. 
that your allure lies in the crux of the tension between hot and cool. So how do you balance that? First of all, are you aware of that? That you're hot and you're also cool? <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess I'm aware of it. Yeah. I'm attracted to things that are opposites all the time, mm -hmm. you know, so I guess that would make sense. Mm -hmm. It's just a, a part of who I am, you know, I love things that are really tasteful, but that kind of push the envelope. Yeah, you do balance. Yeah. You do balance. You know, uh, years ago, when we were on the Oprah show, you were telling me about Sasha Fierce being the sort of alter ego of yours, and she is hot. Right, and sometimes she's she's like mad, she's fierce up yes. there. And you 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 say in the movie Life Is But a Dream, you say that you sometimes before going on stage want somebody to make you mad so you can yeah. take that energy. Yeah, my role manager does that sometimes, <laughs> Just but on it's purpose. not working anymore because I know he does it. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not gonna work. But it's interesting that now I don't really need Sasha Fierce. I don't really have the alter ego that's so different. And I don't know, for one, you helped me with that. I, I remember being on your show and you, because I get really nervous when I have to speak and you were like, just why can't you use Sasha Fierce when you speak? And I'm like, yeah, that makes complete sense. <laughs> but um, I- Invite I, Sasha in. Exactly. <laughs> but now I feel like I'm showing more of myself in my music. I'm more connected to my art because I feel like Sasha Fierce lives within me all the time. Wow, so you've integrated the two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have to ask you this, how on earth, and I, when I had a conversation with Justin Bieber not too long ago, and I was saying to him, look, I, I'm really concerned because how do you figure out who you are when you're in this prism mm -hmm. of fame? I mean, yeah. yeah. I feel like probably because of my mother and my foundation, it's one of the things that I've always been connected to. I, I always knew who I was, and I never felt the need to follow anyone or to do what anyone else is doing, even when I was a teenager. But did you not have the disease to please as a girl? I did, but it was more compassion and more I want to make everyone happy. Did you have that wanting everybody to like you and not wanting to yes, disappoint anybody? I did. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Are you still there? A bit. A bit. Probably is still too much. Yeah. I'm getting there. Well, you say <laughs> you say in the HBO Life is but a dream. You say, yeah, I learned the difference that business and polite don't match mm -hmm. and I said Amen to that, sister. It's true. Yeah. People just push you as far as you allow them. You know, I'm learning that you can be kind and be strong, but like I said in the doc, I have to be fair to myself. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that you talk about and that I think, you know, I could talk to you for hours about and I thought was so smart um, for you to bring up at this time about trying to balance, trying to stay current, mm -hmm. being relevant, being on the cutting edge, all of the things that are important if you're gonna be in the culture, and then how much of yourself to give away. Mm -hmm. Did you think that life is but a dream is your way of saying, all right, here I am? In a sense, mm -hmm. yes. And I feel like after so many years, 16 years, I've only shared who I am through my music. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that mystique is very important. Mm -hmm. And there are things that I still just don't feel comfortable talking about or 
tweeting about. Exactly. <laughs> I know that you don't tweet a lot, but you don't have time. You're a mom. I don't have time. Yeah. And I think, for me, it's so much fun to tell my stories through photography. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So that's what I chose to do. Because you don't want people in your life and no. all your business all the time. No. It's the time and a place for it. Okay. You say so profoundly that life is about connecting the dots and that there is a thread that runs through all of our lives. And when you can figure out what that thread is, that connects the dots. That's what your purpose is, really, in life. Are you in the process of connecting the dots? Yes. Mm -hmm. And I am starting to live and pay attention because they're everywhere. Because life is speaking to you all the time, yeah. And it, once you're aware of it, and once you're editing yeah. <laughs> and you see all these things, you're like, yeah. oh my God. It's always, always there. It's always it? there. Yeah. And so now that we've seen the Super Bowl experience, we've seen Sasha Fierce integrated with Beyonce, what's next? Well, I'm in the studio. I'm, I'm going on tour. One thing I'm trying to learn is time management. It's the hardest thing for me. And taking my time and doing things at a slower pace because I've been kind of raised to work so hard mm -hmm. that it doesn't even feel comfortable for me when I'm not. I know, I know, <laughs> I, know I know what that's like. So I'm trying to, to just take it easy, do things when, when I am inspired. And it's hard because I have to plan, but I'm working it out. I'm trying to get there. I hope you can take it in, because the problem is when you're working and moving at a pace like this, I know for the 25 years of the Oprah show, I have to look back at tape sometimes to even see what happened. You can't even, you, you, you stop feeling what's really happened. Yeah. And I don't want that to happen to you. No. Yeah. I don't either. It won't. It won't happen. I, I feel like your daughter slowed you daughter down. My daughter has been my balance. I want to just close by saying this. I always had a lot of admiration and respect for you. You know, I like dancing to the music. I like playing it when I'm working out. But after watching Life is But a Dream, I have to tell you that I come away being reminded of that line in a Maya Angelou poem that says, you make me proud to spell my name, W-O-M-A-N. Wow. You're not just really, I think that, that, that Life is But a Dream is so great that you're not just gonna be, you know, mistress of the universe, you are now beloved mistress of the universe. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Thank you, that's so nice. <laughs> no, I mean it. Thank you. I mean it. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. You can follow Super Soul on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Super Soul Conversation. Thank you for listening. <laughs>